0: This is All Things Ansys, a podcast from the technical support staff at PADT. Episode 99, an update on Ansys HPC and Ansys Cloud, along with a look at the news and events from the world of Ansys. Welcome to our little podcast. My name is Eric Miller, one of the three owners here at PADT and your host for these episodes. Wow, episode 99, The Big 100, is just two weeks away. It'll be a special episode. We're going to invite as many members, of the PADT ANSYS team as possible, sales, support, admin, consulting. It'll be a great chance uh, for all of you out there who listen to get to know everyone and join us in celebrating our 100th episode of the podcast. But right now, we're at episode 99. It's mid-October, the 16th of the month, actually. And we're here in Arizona, um, seems to be in the middle of a lot of events. Many organizations put off holding events most of the year and want to get as many, both virtual and in in person, as many of those in as possible before the holiday seasons begin. I don't know about you all, but um, we're also spending a lot of time talking about the issue of supply chain backup. Not only am I worried Santa won't be able to put my new Porsche Lego build set under our Christmas tree, it is really impacting our customers. And it doesn't seem like it is one of the, uh, a problem with the manufacturing side of things. It, it's getting the products from the factory to where you need it. It's very frustrating and unfortunately, not a problem that any um, Ansys products can directly model and help solve. I know there are some process modeling tools out there that can be used for this type of problem. Uh, maybe maybe that's something that Ansys will add to the suite in the next acquisition. One area our customers and PDT have been applying simulation is looking at how different components, ones that you can actually get in a reasonable amount of time, will work with an existing design. So basically modeling, swapping out parts at the end of the design cycle. Um, It's not fun, But uh, we've been able to do virtual testing um, to see how these changes impact the performance and the behavior and all that stuff of the design and make sure that if um, we or a customer does swap out a component because that's what they can get, um, it's not going to cause any problems. So Ansys is helping a little bit in that area. And then I'm, I'm going to make a really uh, real stretch on this segue, but speaking of supply chain, what do you do when you can't get the computer power you need? Right now, uh, we're waiting to, PADT, uh, when we order uh, large HPC-type workstations or compute servers, we're waiting two to three months, um, sometimes four months, to get that hardware in. Uh, some of the components are just really hard to find. So what do we do? Um, what, what we do is we go to the cloud. And... We thought it'd be a great time to bring in Wim Slagder from ANSYS and see what is new in ANSYS HPC and ANSYS Cloud. So let's listen in and find out. I want to welcome everybody to today's discussion on HPC usage uh, for engineering simulation and also about uh, ANSYS Cloud. And I am fortunate enough to be joined once again by Wim Slatter from Ansys, Inc. Wim, thank you for joining me. Uh, why don't we get started with you kind of introducing yourselves to our listeners that uh, didn't meet you last time you were on and uh, what you're up to these days. Yeah, thank you,
1: uh, Eric, for inviting me yeah, mm-hmm. to your uh, webcast series, uh, podcast series. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but basically, I'm, I'm managing the, the global HPC and, and Cloud Alliance partner program at Ansys. Um, and, and actually through this program, we are, uh, yeah, you can say basically removing um, uh, computing limitations from, from engineers yeah, mm-hmm. um, uh, using our software so that they can increase their, uh, yeah, their productivity and get, get higher fidelity yeah, insight into uh, product uh, performance. Cool. And um yeah
0: again very happy to be in this podcast with you Eric Great. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to join us. I know that everybody at Ansys is super, super busy these days. So, um, I'm anytime I can get any on anybody's schedule, I'm always very happy. Um, so let's start with just kind of a quick update. You know, I know on the HPC side, from the solver side of things, we're Mm -hmm. always improving the efficiency and performance, but kind of overall, what's going on new with HPC and cloud at Ansys? Right.
1: No, thank you for asking. Yeah, no, yeah. So at Ansys, we, as you know, eh, we we have an in, intense focus on um, on delivering HPC performance and capability. Yeah, to um, yeah, basically provide yeah or get or provide organizations with higher levels of um, yeah, simulation accuracy and and also the insight that I just mentioned and and help them to innovate faster, as you as you know and. Through uh, strategic partnerships, uh, customers can then also achieve yeah, um, yeah, um, higher productivity, mm. not only on, on current, but also in, on emerging yeah, HPC solutions. And that can be on-prem, as you know, and mm. uh, but also in the cloud. And if we talk about cloud, right. uh, we talk about yeah Microsoft Azure, which mm. has enabled us to develop our SaaS yeah, solution, software as a service solution called ANSYS Cloud, yeah? mm-hmm. and 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 Cloud ANSYS Cloud. Yeah, um, yeah. For those who are, haven't seen it yet, they mm-hmm. should definitely ch- check it out. But it basically provides um, um, access to on-demand cloud-based computing resources. Yeah, and 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 resources that include both interactive servers and HPC clusters. and um, and 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 the beauty of it is that people can use it from within their um, yeah, um, 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 Ansys products, yeah? like mechanical, fluent, electronic desktop uh spios uh discovery um ls Dyna engineers, so that they can easily access hpc in the cloud directly from yeah from their applications running on their desktop that's mm-hmm. the beauty yeah? and, and, and get access to very large compute capacity in in the cloud
0: yeah yeah, and 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 I'll add what we're finding with our customers and our mm-hmm. own usage of it is it's good hardware. I think that that's something. I think when people hear uh, Azure, they think it's the same hardware that people are mm-hmm. running like their website on. And no, no, this yeah. is this is really good HPC hardware.
1: And it's optimized. Yeah? I yep. mean, we did our ultimate best, yeah, mm-hmm. working with Microsoft to find the optimal yeah servers for our application, and that varies. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So right. um that varies across our portfolio. Yeah, as you know, CFD has other requirements than mechanical and then electronics, and 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 the user does not have to uh, have that knowledge in order to get the best server. Yeah, that right. we we have taken care of that. That's indeed a very good point, Eric. Good addition. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. it's a, it's a, it's easy to use too. I I, I highly recommend right. people that haven't checked it out do do so because it's. Uh, if you if you tried to run in the cloud five years ago, uh, this is not the same yeah. cloud.
1: <laughs> no, totally different. Totally different. That was at that time. I remember. I mean, i working in the cloud and with cloud partners already since 2012 or so, and maybe even beforehand when we talked about grid computing, it was um, it was more like a science project. Yeah? Yes. If you would go to uh, a public, particular to a public cloud provider, yeah? um, it would take easily months, if not half year you know, to get you up and running. Yeah. That is gone.
0: That's gone. Totally that gone. gone. Yeah. Yeah. So the the uh, re- real reason why we wanted to get together today is, is learn about something mm-hmm. that just recently did, which is to do a survey on HPC usage for simulation uh, and mm-hmm. kind of learn the why and what you learned. And let's start with the why. Why, why did you guys conduct a survey on HPC usage for simulation?
1: Yeah, it, yeah. it was really about, yeah, uh, to better understand, yeah, the usage of HPC-based simulation and mm-hmm. uh, also, yeah, to understand the challenges and, and drivers, our users, mm-hmm. basically engineers face while um, expanding or even adopting the use of HPC solutions, yeah, for, for simulations. And, um, and we also wanted to compare um, data from previous mm-hmm. surveys. Right. So that we can, um, yeah, see how HPC has evolved yeah, uh, over time, and um, and of course the, the influence of COVID, yeah, the right. the influence of the pandemic uh, on the, on its adoption. Uh, we also wanted to uh, to get a bit, of, yeah, a better feel of that uh, uh, on the impact of of the usage um, for simulation.
0: That's those are those are all good reasons and 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 who uh, took the survey?
1: Yeah, b- basically, um, let's say ANSYS contacts, eh? mm-hmm. so-called okay. opt-in contacts, okay. and uh, but also readers from uh, Digital Engineering, yeah? the magazine. Um, okay. And um, yeah, we we got a lot of respondents, eh? over almost eight hundred respondents back, Sorry. and. Um, and uh, maybe I can add also that a lot of them, most of them, were R and D engineers, mm-hmm. yeah, but also engineering managers and IT managers. Um, uh, also, some C C level uh, executives were actually responding. Um, yeah,
0: That's uh, a, to, to the survey, so pretty good. That in and of itself is a good response because anyone who tries to survey and anyone who's ever tried to survey engineers knows that it's very hard to get them to respond. um, And that there's that level of response shows a level of interest uh, that they want to give the feedback. So that's that's really good, good news. Um, So, you you know, can you summarize some of the key learnings, uh, what stood out most to you in the in the results? uh yeah i i i I
1: can definitely do that. I mean w- one of the things that stood out again was um that really a large portion of um of respondents um said that their most frequent simulations are actually running overnight yeah? wow. and, and and so basically taking more than nine hours yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and that was more than one-fifth. Yeah. And I think that that really really tells me at least that that a very large portion of users have to wait till the next day, yeah, for their simulation results. And um, I find that strikingly long, Don't you think so, Aaron that
0: that's yeah, that's pretty. It, it, people are definitely doing more complicated simulations than I assumed if it's taking that long. so um, right. yeah, that, that is a surprise. yeah.
1: That that's one thing, yeah. And I also find it that about one third of the respondents are almost always limiting the model size mm-hmm. and amount of detail in simulation models due to yeah um, yeah, due to long run times, so to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one third yeah, are changing the model. Maybe removing some yeah, um, yeah some some complex physics in the model just to get the job done in an acceptable amount of time. Right. and and that and and losing, therefore then also a accuracy yeah? that I find that also amazing mm. yeah? because it will have an impact, a negative impact, so to say, on the quality of simulation results. yeah right. once you start right. limiting the model size or uh, details in your model i find I find that striking too.
0: Yeah, it is, and it shows that you know giving uh, access to great compute greater computer power uh, through HPC and or cloud can can really help people um, stop doing that and exactly. getting more accurate answers faster. So those are two really important inserts to to kind of drive in that direction. That's good. Anything else uh, from uh, key learnings? Uh, no, yeah, it's it's what you said.
1: Eh? That's um, yeah. Yeah. It, it. May also not be a full surprise. This, yeah, because we know that about forty uh, percent of of um, yeah of the respondents run exclusively on mobile and desktop computers. Yeah, while we all know. That our applications, yeah, the Ansys applications and the Ansys software, basically scale far beyond yeah, right. uh, a mobile or desktop computer. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so people are definitely hardware constrained, yeah? and um, yeah. So I, I think there is definitely an opportunity, and um, yeah, for customers to yeah to to look around and consider. Yeah, uh, HPC. Whether that would be on-prem or um, yeah,
0: off-premises in the cloud. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and we found a really nice uh, uh, mm-hmm. hybrid approach of having on-prem compute servers. I wouldn't call them mm-hmm. clusters, or even many clusters, but some decent-sized machines that we can we can get quick results on using HPC. Mm-hmm. And then when we need faster or a bigger. Then we go to, to Ansys Cloud, and and uh, it, it really is a nice compromise, and being able to scale like that for our consulting business has been fantastic. So um,
1: I, can, I can imagine that, yeah. and that's that's also basically coming out of the survey, yeah. That people are more and more shifting from uh, let's say a workstation centric yeah? mm-hmm. uh, environment or yeah um, or, or workflow, so to say, to a mix. Of computing mm-hmm. platforms, yeah, not let's say not exclusively, yeah, running on one type of platform, yeah, but depending on the workloads, depending on, yeah, uh, on, yeah, the the projects that people start more using, yeah, a mix of, uh, yeah, of of computing resources, whether that is through clusters on-prem or off-premises in the cloud. Mm-hmm. That that's clearly coming out of the out of the survey too, and uh, and I'm glad that you uh, your own yeah. organization is uh, seeing that
0: as well and taking advantage of that as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, it really, really helps. Um, so you'd mentioned that this is not the first uh, survey you've done like this. Uh, what did you notice that was a significant trend over time when you compared the two?
1: Yeah, in, and I, I mean, in our, uh, let's say, in our first uh, survey, um, I, I remember that, um, that business agility yeah, was, was ranked um, near the top of business and IT benefits. Yeah? So the ability to scale up and down as needed was, let's say, the top justification of cloud computing costs yeah, for companies mm-hmm. of all sizes yeah mm-hmm. but through our most recent uh, survey, the adoption of remote collaboration and data management tools is actually top of mind yeah? okay. uh, priority and And of course, that is related to the pandemic yeah? right. and and the widespread let's say a practice of social distancing, yeah, mm-hmm. isn't it? I mean, the remote yes. working, Became actually the yeah what what I often call the the or what we often call yeah the 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 new reality of yeah. of many businesses and um, yeah I I think that that was a clear uh, a clear um, yeah uh, change in in trend yeah, over uh, over time due to yeah. the pandemic, pandemic
0: I think. Yeah, I think it really accelerated that remote working and remote collaboration right. and uh, not being near your hardware um, uh, quite a bit. Precisely. Yeah. 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 yeah cloud is clearly an ideal platform
1: eh, to make mm-hmm. things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To yeah. And and the role of IT, of course, is mm-hmm. is is also increasingly yeah uh, pushed by engineering mm-hmm. yeah, to deliver more and better yeah uh, systems and if they can't do it, then yeah engineers go elsewhere and um either outsource or yeah, start using uh their simulations in the cloud in the answers cloud mm-hmm. it's good
0: yeah it's it's a it's all positive trends yeah very good um so now you got this data and you've got input from from multiple surveys now uh do you guys plan on making any changes to your strategy or product uh product based uh, off the findings from this last survey? Sure. Sure. Good question. <laughs>
1: now yeah, I mean the, the the surveys I mean give really good proof points yes. yeah um, that we are either yeah, met, say already on the track, yeah, mm-hmm. on the right track. Um or that we may need some some corrections along the way. Yeah, I mean, um, and, and and luckily the survey that we yeah, that we run um, didn't really result in taking significant changes in our cloud strategy. Good. As a matter of fact, um, um, the surveys actually were, and the out was actually um, providing us good proof points with statistical value that our cloud strategy is sound. For example, the survey clearly revealed that engineering organizations are looking for, yeah, for what I already mentioned, yeah? The collaboration, to improve collaboration and the ability to burst out to the cloud when, uh, uh, when additional compute capacity is needed. And and that was highly ranked, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and the ability to in also integrate and sync simulation results with other enterprise applications, all these capabilities, um, yeah, are um, yeah either already enabled or currently that we are working on. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, it hasn't changed, but it is really good good proof points. Yeah, that we need to continue. Uh, working on these important capabilities as uh, as being uh, uh,
0: recognized and field through the yeah, through the latest survey. Good, good. It's always good to have data. Um, I think you know, Ansys is really good about understanding where customers want to go. But when you have data to mm-hmm. back it up, it really helps. Yeah, good, good, good. It is so important, yeah, in order to make changes. And indeed, in
1: particular, when you build up your strategy on it, mm-hmm.
0: yeah and And you know it kind of leads to the question of where do you see the Ansys cloud uh, offering going in the in the mm-hmm. future um, now now that you know things seem to be verified and and working well and customers like it, what's what's going to happen next? Yeah, yeah <laughs> another good question. yeah now
1: I, I, as you know, yeah, we we started obviously supporting our. Yeah, um, so to say, flagship products. Yeah, like mechanical, fluent, and electronics desktop in Ansys Cloud. But over time, we've been extending the support yeah, yeah. with with other applications like Ansys, yeah, discovery simulation for doing real-time simulations, but also spears for optic simulations and CFX for our turbo machinery simulations. Um, and and furthermore, the ANSYS Cloud, yeah, um, will then will also be uh, um, what I call the backbone, yeah, for cloud-based simulation solutions in the area of 5G, AI, autonomous, where we are quickly expanding our footprint yeah, in in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, vehicle makers eh, are. Are um, as you know, under under pressure to develop safe and cost-effective ADAS and automotive driving technology. Yeah, and 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 for traditional automotive companies, it is really a race yeah? right. um, for, for market share. And for new mobility companies, time to market is so key. Yeah. So with with many technical barriers between modern vehicle systems and full automation simulation is really necessary and critical yeah and i can tell that simulation software can help engineers solve problems yeah in a shorter time frame lower cost Um, and and demonstrating safety standards uh, that are compliant yeah Mm -hmm. and and also yeah, and, and cloud is obviously ANSYS Cloud would be the ideal platform, yeah, to mm-hmm. enable all of this. So yeah. Yeah. That's, that's clearly one 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 clearly important application. Yeah, of course sense. 5G is another one, eh? If you
0: right. if you still have some time left. Uh, yeah, yeah. Five yeah, G yeah. requires exactly. <laughs> Huge amount of, I I can't tell you how many uh, customers of ours are designing antennas and optimizing antennas. And again, a great application for cloud. Right. Uh,
1: Yeah. 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 These next and and, and next next generation 5G systems Mm -hmm. are so complex (laughs) and it poses so many questions and challenges. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, no, you, you, that's completely right, and uh, and we want to enable that also on, on the cloud. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, things, yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's uh, one one project in particular. I think is a great example because it's we don't really know how to get from point A to point B, so we have to iterate a lot. Uh, the customer has to iterate a lot, set mm-hmm. a design, and being able to do that with. The flexibility of the way the the uh, uh, cloud works has been fantastic for them to to iterate quickly and and not make a permanent investment in the hardware, right? Because when they're done with this, they don't they're not going to need it for for a while. So uh, it's Precisely. worked out well. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. The beauty of the cloud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. Well, you know, th- these results sound like they're very helpful to you guys, and I found them interesting. If people want to get access to them, where can they download the survey results?
1: Yeah that that's indeed um, available in the resource center on ansys.com yeah um, so if you um, google for hpc usage for um, engineering simulation you will be able to um, to find uh, the resources
0: and uh, and they the study study and, and we'll make sure that we put that into the release notes on the podcast as well we'll, we'll, we'll track it down and put the link in there right well fan, fantastic it's uh, exciting changes and continued uh, improvement and uh, we, we can't wait till we can run zmax in the cloud as well with the with the latest yeah. that's happening I, yeah, I right I don't know how much you get involved in optics at all but uh, it's it's kind of a big deal for for us so we're Once again, excited about the great acquisition, another great acquisition for ANSYS and the hope that it plays well into the, as it always has in the past. I'm sure. HPC and cloud. I'm sure. um, Good good stuff going on in the world of ANSYS. So um, anything else you want to add before we we take off? No, I think we are, uh, the future is brighter with HPC and in
1: the cloud and uh, can help uh, customers and engineers become more yeah, competitive and uh, and and through this uh, study, yeah, I think we uh, we can continue, uh, um, yeah, and uh, and take advantage of these insights and keep on uh, improving our software and mm-hmm. and meeting requirements from our customers. So uh, thank you, Eric, for yeah. giving me the opportunity to elaborate
0: more on the uh, yeah the latest survey. Well, yeah, and and thank you for and and the rest of your team for taking you know, the, the leadership in this for the whole industry, not just Ansys, and, and really making, you know, something that I think all of us as users have wanted for a long time, an easy to use and accessible reality uh, that, that actually works. And so we, we appreciate your guys' effort. I, I, know, I know that uh, mm-hmm. when your head's down and you're doing all the heavy lifting, it's, it's sometimes you don't get that feedback, but uh, yeah, we're really, really pleased with appreciate the way things going. So thanks for all the effort. Yeah. Great. Well, we'll hopefully you, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, next time, there's a significant update yeah, on these it's products. And, uh, we will we'll learn more then. And otherwise, you stay safe out there. And uh, hope to see you in person sometime in the next months <laughs> At some too.
1: event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I look forward all to. All right. Thank you. Bye bye.
0: Have a good day. Bye. Bye bye. As always, a very informative chat. Uh, A lot of effort is going into this area and just in time for the flexibility that we all need to deal with a lot that's going on, uh, working from home, uh, the backup in the supply chain, um, people moving around in jobs. There's just a lot that uh, these tools can help with. And for this episode's commercial, I want to promote two things Ansys HPC and Ansys Cloud I think Wim covered them both and you should see the value based upon what he was talking about the next step is to reach out to your Ansys salesperson, which should be PDT if you're lucky enough or smart enough to have us as your Ansys Elite channel partner. Um, ask questions, work with uh, them on calculating ROI. Um, we have many happy customers with big and both big and small that leverage both of these tools every day to get more out of their Ansys investment and get simulation done where they need it, when they need it. All right. Let's go ahead and take a look at the ANSYS stock. Um, it finished up on Friday at 358.85, which is about where I think it's the, 14th, uh, the, uh, today's the 16th so the 15th um, at 358.85. And that's about where it started at the beginning of the year. In the past 12 months, Um, Just for some reference, the stock has been as low as 292. It's at 358 right now, and it's been as high as 413. There's still some time before the end of the year for it to uh, go up a little bit more, but it looks like the S&P 500 has, uh, it's about 19% growth since January 1 uh, so far this year. And ANSYS has been up and down, but right now is flat compared to that beginning of the year. So in the world of ANSYS news, there's actually two really important bits of news for users. The first is that ANSYS has released a metal stamping product. If you follow the industry, Ellis Dyna, uh, which is of course a product that ANSYS acquired a few years back, is the dominant tool. And there are multiple third party pre and post processors out there for metal forming. Uh, And some of them are quite old. So ANSYS worked with customers um, to, to make an ANSYS product. And take a look at the press release. It's from October 14th. If you, you take a look at the Ansys news site, um, we're also going to try and get someone from the product team to come on and talk about it. It's a kind of analysis that we do do here at, at Ansys, or at PADT, um, and uh, we, we don't use a special tool. So we're kind of excited to learn how to use this and speed up that process quite a bit. And if you're into customization, this is just as big, if not bigger news. Ansys now has several open source pipes open source Python libraries on GitHub. So this is a place where you can store your open source uh, programs and other people can, your libraries and other people can add to them and comment on them and support each other. So GitHub is the place to be. And they just announced last week that they have released uh, PyMAPDL. So this is a Python interface for Mechanical APDL, which is of course the solver behind Ansys Mechanical. PI-AEDT, which is an interface to the ANSYS electronic desktop. So if you're using one of those electronics tools like uh, HFSS or um, IcePack in the electronic desktop, you can use this uh, Python extension uh, library to access that information. And then they've got two other libraries, PI-DPF-Core and PI-DPF-POST. And they are data processing libraries. And they extract the data from files, both in ANSYS and they support some third-party files files, and you can do stuff with them, do math on them, uh, look at them, find stuff you want to find, do data processing on them, and then also write them back out in various file formats. Now, I'm honestly not super clear on everything that's in those DPF core and post things so need to investigate a little bit more um but i think it's the start of more accessibility in a user-driven way you know we've had python scripting in most of the ansys products and of course apdl and ansys apdl for for decades um but this is a new step forward for more uh Uh, Open source approach to it that will allow users to do more with Ansis. So very excited about that and uh, Everybody should check it out if you're into customization and we'll we'll try and cover some more on that in the future both both of these actually um, Are the stamping and these github uh, libraries are great topics for us to cover in the future and we'll try and get somebody on to Explain it to us and to you PDT news wise I, I don't think I covered this in the last podcast, but if I do, I, I did, I apologize. Um, but we had a really big announcement a couple of weeks ago. PADT announced that we received a phase three STTR grant from NASA. And it's relevant to the ANSYS world because it's to continue some work we are doing around topological optimization. So this is a tool we developed, Uh, it runs as an ACT extension on top of ANSYS Mechanical to drive optimizations towards shapes that were more closely mimicking shapes in nature. So it's a different approach to topological optimization. Um, It is also a, um, what's unique about it is it does optimization, shape optimization, topological shape optimization for multiple physics. So it's not just one. So there's a lot of different things that we can optimize on. So for this phase, that we did that in phase one, phase two of the STTR grant. And for phase three, we'll be coupling the tool to a CFD shape optimizer from Penn State. And that will add another physics to the to the mix. It's a $375,000 grant and it starts in January. And one of the goals is to end up with a even better tool that we will put a little bit more effort into to publish um so it's a tool that you folks can uh, use in the future hopefully so stay tuned to learn more about that as we work our way through improving that capability blog wise uh, i've got three articles to recommend in the ANSYS blog. The first recommendation for your reading is a look at how ANSYS plans to integrate Z- ZMAX with our other optical and mechanical tools that are already in the ANSYS suite. As, as we've covered in the podcast, ANSYS acquired a ZMAX a few months ago, and they're starting that uh, the roadmap of that integration. Um, the article is called The Importance of Optics from the Nanoscale to the Macroscale. So if you are all involved in the world of optics, I recommend you check that one out. The second one, I have to admit, uh, really only got my te- attention because the image at the beginning of the article is a jet engine, and it happens to be a Garrett TFE-731 family member. And this is an engine that um, I started learning ANSYS on many, many decades ago, and three decades ago, actually. And um, several other folks at PADT have worked on that engine over the years. It's still that family is still alive and well. And um, the article, which is called Combustor-Turbine Interaction Challenges and Solutions, is about um, how... The combustor and the turbine, so the turbulence and the flow and all the behavior in the turbine, um, how that interacts with the combustion and it impacts emission, noise, uh, efficiency and durability and some other stuff as well. It's a really tough simulation problem to do. But PADT uh, has been working with Honeywell and Ansys to get better tools for understanding this interaction and coming up with solutions um, so that we could, they can model it and figure out what's going on. Uh, and other turbo-machinery companies, of course, are doing the same. It's a great example of multi-row rotating machinery simulation and um, solving some really difficult big problems. So do check that out if you're interested in any of that. And the third article is pretty simple. It's the uh, blog article on that GitHub library that I was just talking about. Uh, um, you can get information there. It's called Ansys Gits. Get it? Ansys Gits into open source with GitHub. So uh, PDT blog, uh, uh, Miles has continued to publish every Friday articles uh, that help Flonex users. So if you're a Flonex user, uh, do check that out. He's got some really good ones. They're all good, but there's some really interesting ones lately. Um, and if you're curious about Flonex and what it does, they're a great way to get a, a feel for how easy this tool is to use and how powerful it can be for thermal fluid simulation. Also, one of PADT's CFD experts, Tom Chadwick, posted a blog called Using Ansys Fluence Gradient-Based Optimization, and this is a great simple example of how you can do shape optimization in CFD to optimize some of the flow characteristics. It's it's kind of like topological optimization, but it's not. It's totally different, <laughs> but the it, it it's kind of the same thing in that um, it's a way to use results to drive changing the surface of your solid geometry. Um, Um, in a a way that drives towards some optimal goal Um, and um, it's it's a um, it's a pretty simple piece of geometry so it's a great way to understand how fluent does this kind of optimization uh, and should guide you to more complex ones where you want to get some sort of a flow result and need to morph the geometry to do it so check that out great example Um, let's go ahead and take a quick look at the, PADT PDT website and our events page, because, uh, it's a busy time, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. And, um, the best way to always tell what the heck we're doing here at PDT is to go to our website and check out www.padtinc.com slash events. And that's where I am right now. You can hear me typing there. So um, I think I mentioned the last last podcast that one of the things we're doing right now is Stratasys and PDT have partnered together to bring their little mobile truck out to the southwest to show off some of the new technology that Stratasys has brought to market. So if you're interested in the whole world of additive manufacturing, um, we're going to be in Los Alamos on the 19th, then down in Albuquerque on the 20th. And then it's going to come out to Phoenix to be here for our open house on the 27th of October and finishing up in Tucson on the 29th. So do check out the events page to learn more about that if you're in any of those cities. Um, A little bit more ANSYS-related, we've got a mechanical update for ANSYS 2021 R1. This is a part three of that look at mechanical tools. And we're gonna talk about ENCODE, linear dynamics, and acoustics as part of that. And that's on the 20th from 11 to 12. And as always, you can uh, go to brighttalk.com and Google uh, search in there for PADT to find all of our uh, past and present and future webinars as well as register for this one both live or listen to the recording. Uh, Some other local events in Arizona if you're around town is um, in fact the last one of the month yay is going to be the Arizona Technology Council CEO Leadership Retreat which is up in Prescott. I always look forward to that event. Missed it last year. It was virtual. Um, This is going to be an all-day event on the 26th So, um, I, I, if you're in leadership and you're interested in that sort of thing, check that out. The big event of the month is actually PDT's Nerdtoberfest 2021. So if you're going to be around Arizona on the 27th of October, we're going to have an open house from four to seven. We're actually referring to it as an open parking lot. Uh, we're doing limited tours inside the building because of COVID and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, we're, we're going to have a big event, um, Expect a couple hundred people to show up. Uh, We'll be in the parking lot mostly. We have uh, bratwurst and hot dogs and beer and soda and water and snacks and all sorts of things. But it's just a really good chance to meet other folks in the engineering community in Arizona. So uh, customers and vendors and all sorts of people going to be here. We'll have some cool exhibits from a few of our customers that are uh, nice enough to come out and show us off what they're doing with other people. So again, that's the 27th, and it's Nortoberfest.com. 2021. And that is going to bring us through all of October and all those events and bring us through all of this podcast. So I want to thank you for joining us once again. Please don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter, slash opt in to get all the news and events about PADT, including when these podcasts come out. Do spread the word with folks. Do subscribe to the podcast wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. And as always, don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you for joining us for the All Things Ansys podcast, episode 99. As a reminder, this podcast is not affiliated in any way with Ansys, Inc., and the opinions expressed are those of the people on the show only and not of their current or former employer. For more information, visit com/blog, and please share your thoughts and questions through an email to podcast at PADTINC.com. See you next time.